Welcome to the Knowles Development Podcast, an exploration in leadership development. I'm your host, Brad Knowles. Now let's dive in. So I want to dive into focus today. We're going to dive into focus. And, you know, what's really getting this resonating with me is, you know, some some recent study on Gates and Buffett and Bezos and really looking at the differentiators for them. And across the board, they will tell you, they will put it out there that focus has been something that has differentiated them and their success compared to other people in their industry or just other people that they know, other people that grew up in a a similar soup as them. So clearly it's something that is important. Clearly it's something that can make a massive difference. And what I want to do was spend a little bit of time with you today and break down some of the pieces that I would argue are stepping stones and important parts of being focused. And the first thing I would say is choose wisely. Choose wisely what it is that you focus on. Lots of things are going to ask for, demand your focus. But the choose point is whether you decide, and hopefully it is a decision and not just an autopilot thing, but a decision moment of where you put that focus. Am I going to focus on this or am I going to focus on this? Proactively deciding where to take that attention. Here's the other way to look at it. Where to spend that chunk of your life, whether it be 15 minutes or 15 years, choose wisely on how you're going to spend that time. And by spending that time, I mean where you're going to focus your attention. There's so many ways and so many things that we can choose to focus our time on. There's all sorts of breakdowns of the different areas that are important in a person's life. And, uh, you know, it's it's family and it's spiritual and it's health and it's work and it's financial and it's marriage and it's da, da, da. Yep. There's all those pieces, and you're only going to be able to do one effectively at a time. I would argue I show up worst as a father when I'm trying to also be a business owner. And I show up worst as a husband while I'm also trying to work on, you know, some aspect of my business or my own personal development that isn't tied to that. In a funny way, we've got to choose which area and spend time in that area. That's it. Choose it and then fully commit to it and choose wisely. Choose wisely when it comes to these pieces. And and here's the funny thing, just as a sidebar, Buffett and Gates especially, and, and lots of people over time will tell you that choosing one's partner for life is the exact kind of thing that we're talking about. Choose wisely. It can be a major differentiator 
in the quality of life that you have by that choice alone. You can marry a partner who's going to support you and be a cheerleader for you and challenge you and encourage you and, and you know, help you to become the best version of yourself. Or you might have the misfortune of finding somebody who actively tears you down, holds you back. How are you going to show up for your partner in life? When it comes to our focus and where we're going to spend our time, first and foremost, I would argue we got to choose wisely and make sure that we understand that this really is a choice. This isn't an autopilot thing. This isn't a default setting thing. This isn't something that somebody's done to you. If you're over 18 years old, it's your choice. Nobody else's. Two, pick something you're passionate about. No matter what you choose, it's going to require a bunch of energy to be effective with it, to be successful with it, to really move the dial in that area. You're going to need more than just willpower. Your willpower runs out. Excitement runs out. The thrill of the new runs out. If you're going to choose to focus on something, I would highly encourage you to do it in an area that you're really passionate about. Because passion is a gift. Passion is a gift that is a deep well. There's a lot of water that can be drawn from that well. Much more so than, you know, your willpower that you're given in one particular day from a good nice rest and a healthy breakfast, right? Your passion is something that can drive you, can pull you through all of the missteps and all of the headaches and all of the stuff that often derail people who attempt to focus on something good and productive but doesn't fall within their passion. When we choose and choose wisely what we focus on, I would highly encourage you to choose something that you are truly passionate about. And if, you're, if you haven't found that yet, spend time looking for it. Have your focus be looking for your passion, discovering your passion. You have it. I've met very few people in life that weren't passionate about something. They do show up. I don't know. Perhaps they're hiding from something. Perhaps they're scared to, to explore it because they know it means they there's going to be areas of their life they're going to have to get very uncomfortable with. Maybe they're running from a passion instead of pursuing it. Find that passion and have that be the area of your focus. Next, I would say is remove distractions. Some of you have chosen where to focus your time. And it's in an area of your passion. And the thing that's holding you back is actually the distractions that you also allow in. Those distractions can show up in any number of ways. Sometimes they're things that are just one or two degrees off from the thing you're actually supposed to be focused on. If your focus is supposed to be building a business right now, right, and you get involved in an organization that's helping people build businesses 
And then you're on a committee that's the membership committee that we want to help get people to get involved in this committee to help people build businesses. And as part of the membership committee, it's like, can you see how quickly a step that seemed in the right direction by just being a few clicks off now all of a sudden is no longer really our passion potentially and really a distraction from what was an area of focus. So remove the distractions. The number one distraction I see, I teach a lot of classes, I work with a lot of people, a lot of business owners, various different areas. The number one distraction I now see is the phone. Mostly because it's not even a freaking phone, right? It'd be one thing if it was a distraction and the only time it distracted you was when it rang. But the thing beeps, rings, and flashes every time somebody comments on a, you know, news thread that you're following on Facebook. And the difference in those notifications are minute. So for a lot of you, the difference between a child texting you saying, hey, you forgot to pick me up. And the notification of, hey, somebody's stupid video about a cat falling in a sink just got another like because you liked it too. Those notifications are very much the same. So your brain's getting wired to say, ooh, I got to pay attention to that. Ooh, I got to pay attention to that. Ooh, I got to pay attention to that. And the reality is, no, you don't. No, you don't. Remove the distractions. Be real purposeful about the distractions you allow in. Sometimes our family members can be those distractions. It may mean sitting down and having a conversation that says, hey, I can be here better when I'm here if you don't distract me there when I'm there. How do we create a system so that when I'm working on this thing that I'm focused on, that I'm passionate on, I can actually be there. And when I stop doing that and I'm here and I'm a father or a husband or a sister or a son, that I can be more present in that too. Removing the distractions will enable incredible speed. It'll enable magnifying effect, multiplying effect of what you can accomplish in a similar amount of time. Here's a, here's a way that a um, person that, I, that coaches me explained it. The journey is the journey. If we move, remove the distractions, we're just going to get there quicker. The destination didn't change. Quite honestly, the path that we're on really didn't change. We just got there a hell of a lot quicker. You know, it reminds me of uh, when I used to go visit family in Pennsylvania and we'd leave Massachusetts and we'd leave Massachusetts right after the folks got out of work and hit the road and, you know, get into Pennsylvania, central Pennsylvania around, you know, somewhere between one and two o'clock in the morning. And, you know, it, it was made very clear that we weren't going to do a bunch of stopping. So nobody's drinking anything for the first few hours of that trip. Because the stops add a mountain of time. You'd think it'd just be two minutes, three minutes, but it's not. It adds 15 minutes, sometimes 30 minutes to a trip. Just because you stop, just because of one distraction along the journey. 
Remove the distractions. Watch for them. Look for them. What's getting you off track? What's keeping you from being focused on the stuff that you say you want to do? The stuff that you know you want to be working on. The last thing is when we work on the things that we want to focus on, we choose it wisely, we find an area of passion, we remove the distractions. The last thing I would say is be action-oriented with it. And when I say that, what I really mean is we can spend a lot of time focusing on the things that we cannot do or that we cannot do yet or that we don't have the tools for yet when we can take that same energy and apply it to the things that we can do. What can you do? What are the actions you can take? Well, let's start there. If there's actions you can take, there's really nothing to complain about. You know, I, I work with several different types of business owners, and sometimes they, you know, have this attitude of the fact that they're they're out of prospects to dial on, or they're out of, um, you know, people to recruit to their company, or they're they're out of this, or they're out of that. Every single time I've interrogated that list, every time in every business, the answer has been not even close. There's a mountain more action that can be taken, a mountain of it. But just because they've taken some action, now they're done. Again, this is where an area of passion, an area of focus, the passion's going to drive you and pull you through it. You're going to realize, hey, there's still two people I can reach out. There's still three bushes that I haven't been shaken. Let's go shake them too. You're not going to give up when it's a passion. And if we've cut out the distractions, all that's left are actions we can take. And they become quick successions. What's the next action I can take? Ooh, I could call that person. What's the next action I take? Ooh, I could ask them for business. Ooh, they said no. Okay, so what's the next action I could take? Well, I could ask them if anybody else that they know could benefit from the business that I'm offering. Ooh, I got a referral. Boom, there's another action I can take. Now I'm calling them referral. Boom, another dead end, but they gave me another lead. Boom, here we go. Actions. It's the piece we can control. If we stay focused on the stuff that we control, it will keep us from being frustrated. Frustration can kill our focus. It can also suck some of that passion out of you, being frustrated. If you stay focused on the positive actions you can take, you don't even let the door open to the world of frustrations, the world of negativity, all of that kind of stuff. You stay in builder mode. And in builder mode, we can get a lot done. Focus. Step one, choose wisely. You only have one shot at that chunk of your life. So if you're going to apply it to a thing, let's apply it to something of significance. Number two, pick something you're passionate about. If you're going to make a big difference or you're going to make a significant impact, it's going to require a lot of energy and it's probably going to be more than what your willpower is going to be that day. You're going to need your passion to draw you through it. And oh, hey, not for nothing. If it's a passion, it's not going to feel like work. It won't feel like a grind. 
Take the time to remove the distractions. Remove them from your environment. Sometimes that means even a conversation with a loved one that is uncomfortable. Remove the distractions. And lastly, get into action. Don't get stuck in any of this getting ready to get ready, right? Perfect is not the goal. Let's get into action and let's do it in an area of significance. It's great speaking with you all today. And I hope you're going out there and making it a great week. Go get them.